Hello, manufacturing marketers. We're excited to bring you a fresh episode from the Cooler Ring Vault today with a 2019 interview we conducted with Brittany Zeller, formerly the Marketing Technology and Analytics Manager at American Air Filter. Brittany is now the Director of Marketing and Communications for the Americas at AAF, and the lessons she shared then are no less relevant today. Learn how AAF chooses marketing technology, why the CRM that they've chosen drives most of their technology selection and not the content management system platform. We'll also dive into the important symbiotic relationship IT and marketing need to have, given that marketing and sales drive some of the most significant technology spends in most modern B2B manufacturing organizations. Please enjoy Brittany's episode. I'm certain you'll be able to relate no matter where you are in the marketing tech stack continuum. You're listening to The Cooler Ring, a podcast made for manufacturing marketers. Here are Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Welcome to The Cooler Ring. My name is Jeff White, and joining me today, as always, Carmen Perry. Carmen, how are you today? I am well. I am well. I have a... I, I find that I'm. I, I maybe maybe we get me drinking water in the recording. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, I am a former waiter, you know, from back in my university days, and always good at asking people how things are while their mouths are full. Yeah, yeah. So if I hack and cough or something like that, my apologies in advance yeah. to the people that need to edit this after the fact. <clears throat> you know, we probably we probably just need like a filter or something. But uh, you know, luckily today we have joining us somebody from American Air Filter, uh, Brittany Zeller. Is is the marketing technology and analytics manager. Uh, Brittany, welcome to the Cooler Ring. Hi, thank you for having me. Brittany, I don't know if that filter transition was... was I mean, we could hit record and start all over again, (laughs) but I think we're going to leave it in and let Jeff own that one. But I mean, you can tell which one of us has three children uh, with that kind of... (laughs) Yeah, no, I I am the dad joke captain here. Um, (laughs) Brittany, welcome. Good to be chatting with you. Yeah, good to be chatting with you guys as well. Um, uh, why don't you introduce um, our listeners to uh, you and your organization a bit? Tell us what you do. Yeah, I am the Marketing Technology and Analytics Manager at American Air Filters. Um, and so my role is to manage all of the different technologies that we are utilizing um, to the best of our ability and make sure that reporting and analytics, um, we're pretty much proving marketing's return on investment at the end of the day. That is a topic near and dear to our listeners' hearts. We've uh, And ours. And ours as well. I think it's interesting. The, uh, what we really want to dive into today is... Really, this uh, the, the the complexity in tech stack selection, uh, and 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 in some ways the the bit of the 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 struggle that I think many marketers face between uh, going with more uh, open source agile solutions versus more quote unquote enterprise grade um, uh, technology solutions and. And American Air Filters has taken a decidedly enterprise approach to this question. Um, And and as a bit of a spoiler alert to our listeners, uh, in no way should Brittany be held accountable for all the technology decisions that American Air Filters have made over the years. Um, But uh, I guess, Brittany, now it's, you know, this is the tech stack you're living with. And... um, and making work for for AAF every day. Uh, let, let's dive into that a little bit. Tell our listeners a, a little bit more about the tech mix that you have at play, 
and uh, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, so I actually uh, acquired a lot of the tech stacks um, that American Air Filters uses today. Um, when I first started as the marketing analyst, I was kind of thrown into the ring of Marketo. Um, and I, I feel like that's probably what most people uh, would say is that, you know, they're just handed something and they have to find a solution or make it work in some way, shape or form. Um, but I feel like that's also kind of, for me, a, a way I want to solve a problem and I want to try to make it work as best as ability and how efficient we can be with that solution for as long as we use that solution. And I think that, you know, from any other type of technology, you know, you just need to make sure that the usability of it and the integration of it works as best as, as you can. No, no, no question. And, and, and you're right. I mean, I think most every marketer new to a role, uh, I mean, it's not like you get to invent it from scratch. That's a very rare opportunity. You're always, uh, you're, you're always getting, uh, inheriting some level of, and, but beyond the, the Marketo uh, um, uh, technology, but also I mean, the site itself uh, is Sitecore, I, I believe, is a CMS of choice. Yeah. So we have Sitecore um, right now that we utilize from our website standpoint because of how robust it was. Um, and, you know, at that point when we I was managing Marketo and trying to manage Sitecore, they're actually not connecting. So um, there's a few integrations that I feel like we're, we're missing in some of the MarTech world. But when I go and look at a new technology, I try to say, okay, well, does this connect to um, Marketo or will it connect to Sitecore? What does the future look like for this technology? I think it's interesting too, because even if you were to go back five or, or 10 years, there's no question that the CMS would have driven the vast majority of the choices. But t- today, what we're finding instead is that most people are, are starting from the marketing automation and CRM angle and then um, broadening out into a, a content management system. Would, would you say that's the case? Uh, typically, yes. I think that's that was the case for our decision. Our Everything is built off of Marketo and, and Salesforce. And if those things integrate, um, you know, that's that's kind of how our data flows through our ERP system. The ERP system flows through Salesforce and then flows all of that data through Marketo. Um, and so if it connects to Marketo, we know that that information can be, um, you know, sent back to Salesforce at the end of the day so that it, we can alert our sales team exactly what's happening with these leads or these contacts. Very cool. And uh, you mentioned that uh, Marketo and Sitecore aren't uh, are not connected necessarily. What are what are the kinds of things that you'd like to be able to do with with those platforms? Um, I think you know the main goal for connecting those two is definitely personalization. Uh, we want to be able to refresh our website and have more personalized approach on our website for our customers. And I I find it interesting too because you you know. I think one of the things that we ought to be trying to do as marketers uh, that are responsible for the implementation of technology in our organizations is to try to find ways to get the technology out of the way, to take it out of the equation so that marketing ideas can be had. Uh, and and then w- w- without, without a cons- you know, I guess being overly concerned or have to be overly concerned with the technical implementation. And it's one thing that I... I feel, uh, you know, 
kind of I, I feel like I'm hearing in the middle of what you're saying. We're talking about Sitecore not connecting with Marketo, and I mean it feels to me like what we may have presently is a is a tech stack that that creates a lot of I don't know if we can do that kind of when you're having a, a, a brainstorming session about about something like there you know it creates some some roadblocks. Is is that the case? Uh, I don't I don't think so currently since a lot of the stuff that we do is more of a uh, everything has to connect through Marketo. Like I said, all of our campaigns are connected in Marketo. We run all of our ad Facebook ads and connect it back to landing pages via Marketo. So uh, a lot of the stuff that we do from a lead generation perspective is all flow through Marketo. Uh, even our Marketo forms are on Sitecore. So I guess they're they're kind of technically integrated. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, interesting. And and I think you know one of the things when we were chatting ahead of the show that, that you mentioned is that you know it's a particularly interesting situation where you uh, are six months into into your role and you know you you've inherited some of this tech stack. Um, how how have you gone about kind of? learning what what was chosen and and uh, and understanding exactly how that worked uh well i just kind of dive right in i'm a type of person who um will just i'm a very quick learner i like to go after things and figure things out as best as you know to my ability um and i think another thing though i can't always say that it's all on me but we actually have really good consultants um who helped us get to where we are in our you know, marketing automation platform. I know that we worked with several people for Sitecore prior. Um, so, you know, I will give some some credit to the people who really helped us get to where we are today. When you look at where you're at today, um, I, I'm curious, like, kind of with the benefit of hindsight and, and kind of uh, the hindsight, that, I guess, organizational hindsight that comes with a bit of a fresh set of eyes that you bring to, to the role, um, if you had to do it all over again, um, you talk about starting from from Marketo and working your way out. Um, uh, I, I, would you still do that? I guess number one, and, and and number two, do you think that that would lead you down a fundamentally different choice from a CMS perspective, et cetera? Uh, I I would say yes. Um, currently because of all of our tracking is, is currently inside of Marketo. If I were to look at it again, it would really all depend on what our organizational goal is at the end of the day. Is it, you know, most of the time it's, it's bringing in leads to the sales team through email campaigns, you know, webinars. Uh, and the website is, is just kind of a tool that we, that brings the customers in, but a lot of that information already flows through Marketo. So I think we would probably stay with the same solution and just kind of building out and building more data into Marketo. And I mean, oftentimes when it comes to to choosing a tech stack and and making the uh, you know the list of priorities and all of that, uh, you know, it, it these days it, it involves all kinds of different departments. You know, marketing obviously has a role to play, and sales obviously has a role to play. How involved is your uh, IT division at American Air Filters in terms of working through these choices with with you and uh, the rest of your team? 
Yeah, that's a great question. So we um, manage the majority of our uh, technologies for, except the except, exception of Sitecore and Salesforce. Um, that is all managed um, in IT at this moment. Interesting. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to get you in trouble if anybody listens, you know, from your organization, but, uh, you know, oftentimes the, the push and pull and the tug of war that we see is between who gets to maintain or who owns those different platforms. Um, <clears throat> is your, the, the IT team that you work with, I would assume that they're, they're very additive to that process and, and in terms of helping your, your team work through this? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're extremely helpful. I, I mean, without them, we wouldn't get to where we are today. Um, but I do feel like there is this need for uh, marketing IT um, in today's world because of all of the different integrations there are between the different platforms. You kind of need someone in marketing that can, I guess, fight for uh, the stuff that you guys are, are working on, right? Because sometimes IT and, and other functions they have to think about everybody else in the organization and, and not just marketing. Yeah, there can sometimes be a different sense of urgency when something's being driven by the marketing or sales side of things that, um, uh, you know, sometimes it just seems like they work on a bit of a different timetable, I guess, than uh, many uh, other more corporate-facing uh, IT functions. So um, I, I think that is a, often a source of frustration for marketers, but I think that there's um, increasingly people are finding their ways through that. So the... With, with American Air Filters, basically, have they seen the, that 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 your role is one of those key roles that bridges that gap? And do they have any kind of similar roles that, that sit within the IT pure IT function that kind of work back the other way? Yeah, I mean, they totally see that uh, the new Martech and analytics team is is going to be really helpful in, in bridging the gap between IT and marketing. Um, and even sales, uh, we actually have a sales enablement team that works with sales and we work directly with them. And the sales enable team actually falls under marketing, uh, believe it or not. So we're trying to bridge all of these gaps so that we are all aligned um, as different functions in the organization. And I think who I work really well with in IT, we have a Salesforce administrator and you know we we work back and forth of lead generation and lead management and all of the lead lifecycle workflows. So we work really well together on, on to how do we, you know, map these things from Marketo to Salesforce. It seems incredibly, I, I, I'm trying to think, Carmen, if, if we've ever chatted with anybody on the program or, or otherwise that had a dedicated sales enablement team. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that, that I've seen that before. Oh, dedicated sales enablement person, uh, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and it's and it's interesting to see that being kind of seen as being one part of a, a broader conversation around around the tech stack and the and the and the the bringing together of marketing and sales and uh, and of course this is what happened when once marketing became responsible for uh, lead generation. Uh, several years ago, in the in, in the lifestyle life, life cycle of marketing, uh, you know, it used to be a sales function, and when lead gen was a sales function, marketing and sales didn't need to speak, um, uh, and now it's been flipped on its head. It's interesting to see these organizational structures evolving. How long have you been operating 
like that? How how long has the sales enablement team been been in place? And uh, and are, I know you said you've been in the role for six months, Brittany. Uh, are you the first one in this role, or uh, uh, has it been around for a while? Yeah, so all of this was restructured six months ago. <laughs> so we tried to structure our team around sales so that we could support them better. Uh, so my role was uh, created, the sales enable, enablement manager was created as, as well. Um, and she has a team of, I believe, three people who help support the sales from um, like technology. We have a lot of different technologies that are uh, in-house technologies. And uh, we're actually creating a partner portal for our channel partners that will run off of Salesforce communities that will help uh, enable all of our distributors. Very cool. And and do you have uh, content creation working as part of that as well and kind of meshing with sales? Yeah. So we, we actually have a marketing communications manager and, you know, the, the usual marketing team that most people consider marketing and he managed just the content generation and then my team manages the execution of it and then her team en- enables the sales team with the content so six months in um uh, what have been the early uh, learnings any any early wins with this new structure um i think that with this new structure it, it's really helped all of us focus on what i think we're I'm not going to say what we're best at, but, uh, you know, where the, the key needs are. So a lot of people under marketing communications, they'll have, you know, someone running social media or someone managing Marketo or, or whatever, but those platforms are all technology platforms that at the end of the day, you have to execute and analyze and port on. And, you know, when there's so much content that needs to be created, um, I feel like that's also like a downfall. So we're trying to give as much um, capabilities for content to be created and not have to focus on what do I do with the content now? That's my job. Very cool. I, I think that, you know, there's uh, another interesting story to be told there as well, because AAF, you, you have a residential and commercial sides to the business. Do the tech stacks evolve and are they implemented differently across the different lines of business or, or uh, you don't have any uh, business to consumer direct um, connection, I don't believe? Uh, not yet. <laughs> we are we are actually current, currently working on that, uh, but we do have a commercial side. So we acquired Flanders back in 2016 and actually rebranded a, a Flanders for the commercial resi- residential side. And uh, our residential team is is working on building that up and and trying to um, how do we get more into the market and so that's kind of what we're working on now and and they actually currently don't use a lot of the Martech stack that we use today um, so it's more of a I would say a, a startup uh, approach and then eventually it will expand to what we are today. You're listening to The Cooler Ring, conversations on manufacturing marketing. Don't forget to subscribe now at coolapartners.com slash the cooler ring. That's K-U-L-A partners.com slash the cooler ring. As you um, kind of look ahead, and I, I know that asking you to do this six months into the role is a little bit unkind, but um, as, you, as you look ahead, I guess one thing that we know for sure is that uh, that this, this tech stack is going to get more and more complex. 
Um, there's new categories within it being invented er every day. It seems um, there's certainly new options being introduced, and and um, yesterday's leader isn't always tomorrow's shining a new star. How do you um, envision uh, the organization will be approaching this uh, going forward? Have, have have you taken some uh, have have you given some thought to to how you go about uh, I guess evaluating uh, new technology options and 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 how you choose to say yes and no and and think about in the bigger picture beyond the 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 has to integrate with Marketo from a starting point. Yeah, so uh, you know when I in my role, of course, six months ago, I, I was like, okay, well, what technologies are we using? You know, when is the, you know, do, what's our contract like? How long do we plan on using it? Because there's a lot of things that go on. I feel like as marketers, we get stuck in this um, rut of, you know, contracts automatically renew and you, you stay in that technology time and time again. And either you're not using it to the best of your ability or it's not really the right fit for you now. And so, what I see is that it, your technology has to be reevaluated either on a six month basis or a year basis. Um, and you need to make sure your, your data and everything is, is going to work with whatever technology you're going to use. We had a situation where we want to have, you know, account-based marketing. Well, in order to have account-based marketing, you have to have certain type of data and criteria within your marketing automation platform. And we just weren't there yet. And so, you know, I had to take a step back and say, look, we need to clean up our data and, and make sure we have these, these type of fields inside of our system before we can even move forward with that. So, you know, having that conversation and that hard conversation with people to say, look, well, we're not ready for that next new shiny thing. We need to take a step back and review and analyze what we need to get to that point. I almost feel as marketers like we should have to take one thing away when we add a new thing. <laughs> you know, like it just should be just a rule. I don't know. Yeah. It, and I, I mean, that I think it's so uh, smart uh, of the organization to to truly pull back and not just simply implement the next shiny object that's being talked about at all the conferences this year. Hmm. You know, that, that um, it, it seems to be. Uh, one of one of the biggest downfalls, I, I think, w is the overcomplication of tech stacks as a result of continually applying, you know, that new thing, that AI chatbot or, or whatever that happens to be, just because we want to see how that does, and then it's integrated and <laughs> yeah. across the whole site. And, and I just wonder how much that ends up, you know, absorbing time and attention in the organization as well, beyond the complexity that it adds and potential downfalls of trying to integrate a new piece of technology or whatever. But just the, you know, it, you know, so much of it, as, as you mentioned, Brittany, adds questionable value um, and sometimes is only renewed because somebody forgot that the credit card was set to auto renew or what have you. Um, uh, so, yes. you know, but beyond, before that ever happened, well, somebody had to even, they had to look for a credit card number. They, before doing that, they had to do research. They were online, they were, you know, doing demos or doing whatever. And it's like, you know, times that by how much happening across the organization. Uh, I guess I, I, I feel like the, maybe your, you folks are onto something by, by taking a bit more of a. I don't think siloed is, is the right way to put it, but more just a kind of a dedicated approach within, it seems, within your 
uh, area of focus to to be the one that evaluates that and reevaluates it on an ongoing basis and wraps your arms around it. Well, I think with that though, I mean, if you if you look at it, the more technology you bring into it, the more resources you need to manage that technology, and then you know, and if you don't add those resources, then that one resource is spread across you know, 15 different technologies, well, they're not going to, you know, manage each technology, they're going to miss something, something's going to be missed. So how do you, you know, I don't know, how do you make sure that that's a, a smooth transition, and, and you have enough resources to manage all of those? Yeah, and th- thinking about the ongoing care and feeding ahead of time, I mean, you're, you're quite right, there's a good number of organizations that have, uh, you know, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and wasted Google AdWords spend because they had somebody in the marketing department set it up and never look at it again as an example. It's about <laughs> one of the worst offenses um, for this kind of set it and forget it approach to technology that we're speaking of. Um, Brittany, it's been, it's been really great chatting with you today. I, I, I want to uh, conclude uh, with any kind of parting thoughts you or advice you might have for our listeners uh, as they, as they kind of, maybe if they were staring down that uh, path today of selecting between the more uh, enterprise why in the road versus uh, going with more, um, shall we say, agile uh, solutions, um, what what advice would you would you give as we as we sign off? I think that you know, with any type of martech stack, it's going to be different for every organization. And you really have to look at internally what your what your organization is doing, what their goals of the organization is, and then you know start from this you know the very beginning. Like, okay, what what's the necessities? Marketing automation, a CRM. Start with those, and then integrate outward, and you know make sure that you have those resources in place to manage those things. Uh, but I mean, that's kind of where I would start, and then also reevaluating because not everything is needed at at the right, you know, there's a right time for each technology. Oh, exactly. And I, um, I, I think, you know, as the options get more vast too, it's, you know, it's just going to become harder and harder to, to make that decision. So having, having a base criteria or a base platform that you're working from will pr- probably give you all the difference in terms of, uh, narrowing those choices. The right time for each technology, but not each technology all the time, I think is maybe. <laughs> yes. Brittany, it's been great chatting. Thanks so much for taking the time today uh, to join us on the Cooler Ring. It's been wonderful. Uh, it's been wonderful to speak to you today. And we look forward to catching up with you soon. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Cooler Ring with Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Don't miss a single manufacturing marketing insight. Subscribe now at coolapartners.com slash the cooler ring. That's K-U-L-A partners.com slash the cooler ring. 